Well, it finally happened. The internet broke me. It's been a common practice for people to go online, relay an unusual event, and ask more experienced practitioners if the event had significant esoteric meaning. It has become so commonplace that now it's a meme in some circles, using the phrase, what does it mean, followed by a picture of SpongeBob SquarePants doing the chicken dance with his eyes crossed. What finally broke me was a post where the wife was sitting in the passenger side of the car when she made her husband stop the vehicle just so she could run back to some roadkill and retrieve a deer skull. She posted a photo of her prize and ended with the expected trope of, What does it mean? My knee-jerk reaction was, It means that you're willing to dig through roadkill, Cheryl. Her name was obviously not Cheryl. That's just the first name that popped into my head. Apologies to any Cheryls out there who may be listening. I honestly don't know a single person named Cheryl, so I went with it. Anyway, while I was patting myself on the back and feeling witty and admittedly probably a little bit superior, I began thinking, why is this question suddenly so common? For lack of better phrasing, what does it mean? The initial answer is that everyday people are opening up to the possibility of spiritual or divine intervention. More and more frequently, people are turning inward, placing more emphasis on personal observation and revelation, a practice known as gnosis. The problem is that there is still a seed of uncertainty and doubt that lingers. In the Western world, our society is heavily influenced by Christianity, a practice where everyday people are reliant on divine intermediaries in the form of priests, bishops, cardinals, etc. Even if you are not a Christian, nor raised as a Christian, there is still a compartmentalization of information on a societal level where people are reliant on other, quote, more knowledgeable specialists in order to answer their questions. We have been trained from an early age to ask someone the answer, rather than being taught how to seek out the answer for ourselves. Now, I understand that there is not really a handbook for generalized spiritual practice. This is also assuming that a spiritual practice should rely upon a book to inform us on how to be spiritual. See, the societal programming runs pretty deep. So, we must turn to leaders, gurus, and sometimes just those individuals who know more than us. But, where do we find these knowledgeable people? Sadly, most of these people keep to themselves. They keep their beliefs and practices quiet because, frankly, we still live in a society that is hostile towards anything outside the norm. So many of us have not been able to find like-minded individuals locally. But we live in a magical age where we can instantly connect with people from around the globe. This technology, though, is truly the proverbial two-edged blade. 
On one hand, we have this ability to connect with and communicate with individuals under a veil of anonymity. We can share our gnosis and understanding in a way that was not available to our ancestors. To someone living just 100 years ago, this would seem miraculous. On the other hand, this ability to reach people who would otherwise be inaccessible gives a platform to charlatans, con artists, and snake oil salesmen. I'm going to guess that almost everybody listening to this broadcast has been solicited by someone on the internet saying that they can sense negative energy around you or I feel that your lineage is cursed. I know that I personally have been approached in this manner at least a half dozen times this year alone, and it's barely September. My point is that not everyone who claims to be an expert is one, although I'm certain they will still provide answers, for a price of course. Now before anyone gets all riled up, there is a legitimate business model in place for stuff like this, but I can guarantee that they will not approach you you have to seek them out. There are plenty of paid online courses or professional diviners on the internet, and these individuals should absolutely be paid for their time and experience. The key, though, is that they won't tell you what to do. They will teach you how to figure out the answers for yourself. When you are seeking instruction, look to the people who act as guides not those who act as monolithic authority figures. At this point, it seems like I'm pretty far away from the question of what does it mean? But I assure you, I'm getting to my point. Some of us see that question so frequently that we just don't have the spoons available to answer the question again and again. What's surprising is that the answer is really quite simple. But the explanation is not. The answer to the question of what does it mean is what does it mean to you? Yes, it is generally considered bad form to answer a question with another question, but that is also part of our societal programming. The answer in this case isn't a solution but a way to guide the person to seek out their own meaning. Omens, you see, are personal. They have meaning only to the person that receives the message. That's why the question has such a complex, indirect answer. It can't be answered by other people. It's all about symbolism, which requires objective self-reflection. Using the post that spawned this reply, what does a skull mean? To you. What is the symbolism of a deer? To you. We can't answer that on your behalf. Sure, there are cataloged meanings for a wide array of symbolism, but those meanings are all tied to a specific time, place, and society. A deer in medieval Germany does not have the same symbolism as it would in rural Ohio in 2013. Not only that, but the situation that spawns the question should also be special. 
Were you seeking guidance at that very moment? Were you possibly at a crossroads in your life where you had to make a decision? Ideally, the message will be out of the ordinary, which gives it significance. For example, finding a feather in the middle of your floor may not be unusual if you own a down comforter. Finally, not every omen requires direct involvement from the recipient. And this is the point from where most of the online questions seem to stem. We live in increasingly uncertain times. I have had the same conversation with many people in real life, and the conclusion is always the same. Daily life is becoming more and more challenging. Because of this, people want signs. People want divine intervention. People want an omen. Uncertainty is scary, but the idea that someone or something is guiding you along a specific path gives a measure of comfort. Every once in a while, we all need to be reassured that we're doing the right thing, even if we don't know what the right thing exactly is. So when someone online asks, what does it mean? They are a reflection of larger societal issues. It's an appeal to an authority figure based on their own inexperience. It stems from a desire to not miss out on something important. And finally, it is a way for people to seek meaning in uncertain times. People want to believe. They just don't always know what to do with that belief. As spiritual leaders, we need to be patient and teach these novices how to seek gnosis and not simply define it for them. Like I said, the answer is simple, but the explanation? The explanation is not.